Hello and welcome to the special Queen Maxima 50th birthday episode of the Daily Royal. Who would have ever thought, if you listened to this podcast in October, where we would be? Who would have ever thought that I would be making an episode fully focused on Queen Maxima? And not only that... I'm excited about it. Um, In the regular episode of the Daily Royal um, that came out yesterday, I talked about how this is something I plan on doing for milestone birthdays that have a few days worth of events to talk about. Um, So Maxima had three, three and a half days worth of events, two and a half days worth of events to talk about, um, in regards to her 50th birthday. Um, this is not going to be the norm for every birthday. Um, you know, I always say had probably not because it was so early on in the podcast, history, um, but had Queen Margrethe had a traditional 80th birthday, the way it was planned, then I would have done something like this. Um, this is not going to happen a lot because there aren't a ton of milestone birthdays. There are some for sure, but like this year, I don't think there are that many, Um, and the ones that there are, like, may not have events with them. So, every now and then I do this. Um, previously I've done a special episode for, um, the Princess of Astorius Awards in Spain. And, um, of course for Prince Philip's funeral, um, just a few weeks ago, I did a special episode focused only on that. Um... And it's just a way to have a more in-depth, focused conversation. Um, I had been added at the beginning, but, like, there's not going to be an ad break in here. I'm hoping it's no longer than 15 minutes. Um, And it's just a way to talk about all the events surrounding um, Queen Maxima's 50th birthday. So, in the regular episodes of the Daily Royal, I have already talked about these events, um, or at least some of them, but I didn't talk about any of the events that were yesterday or today, um, for her birthday. So all of last week was kind of a lead up to the way Maxima chose to celebrate her 50th birthday this year. Um, so it was all part of a campaign with more music in the class, Um, if you're a regular listener, you know this. Um, so Maxima attended a total of five events, I think, over the course of two days, um, for more music in the class, visiting different, um, municipalities throughout the Netherlands that have signed packs, essentially, or agreements to continue or implement, begin implementing, uh, music education in classrooms. 
obviously, more music in the class. Um, and that's really important. Um, and we'll talk about that here in a second. So those events were happening, I think, Monday and Tuesday or Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, and then on Thursday, the royal family, so Queen Maxima, her family, King Willem Alexander, Princess Katharina Amalia, uh, Princess Alexia, Princess Ariane, and Princess Beatrix, former queen, um, all participated in a concert which was aired on Sunday. So the concert was held on Thursday, but it was aired on Sunday. Um, hosted by more music in the class as well. And so that's where we're going to start really officially. Um, so that was Sunday night. Um, there was something earlier on Sunday, but we'll talk about that in a second. Um, so this was aired on the, um, it's NOS. I don't know what the NOS means. Um, but it's like the Norwegian national television station that has news and everything. Um, and so this was an event and it was called, um, Queen Maxima, A Life Full of Music, which is so true. Um, so the event started in a quote unquote classroom setting with a little girl in her backpack playing the flute. Um, and then a bunch of kids came in and sang and danced about music in their class. And it was so cool. And then there were musical performances from, I'm guessing like renowned Norwe uh, Dutch, sorry, it was also Norway's national day today. So my brain is all full of Norway too. Um, like renowned Dutch performers, there was a ballet, um, lots of different things. And it was all, it was amazing. It was like my favorite thing. Um, and it's something that we don't really get right now because of the world and the pandemic we're living in. So I think just having something like this was wonderful just because of that, in all honesty. Um, but also in the, the, uh, airing the, the stream of the event, it included anecdotes from famous people abroad. Um, so some of them were not necessarily abroad, but they weren't able to be there in person. But then others included like Michael Bublé, who's from Canada, um, who called her the wrong title, which I laughed out loud at. I'm such a snob when it comes to that. Um, but anyway, and then Melissa Etheridge from the U.S., who's like an icon, um, also talked about how important music is and like, it was just amazing. And so throughout the course of the past couple of days, you know, I personally have learned more about Maxima and her like work ethic and personality and, um, of course, this is how she did this, like promoting an organization that she's super passionate about and is the honorary president of, like, now it makes sense. Um, 
and it was just like a really cool thing. It was the whole family. There was like an interview beforehand. I don't speak Dutch. I have no idea what they said. Um, and I haven't found anything with subtitles. Trust me, I've looked. Um, but it was just like so great. Um, so that was Sunday night. Earlier that day, the official pictures were officially released. Um, so every year the Dutch royal family shares pictures on birthdays. This is pretty normal practice for most of the royal families. Like I talk about seven, I think five out of the seven do this. Um, in the UK does like half does this. Um, they do it for their kid, like for the young ones, but that that's it. Um, and Spain just doesn't. <sighs> Spain. And these photos are so good. And because we're living in a pandemic, these photos were actually taken by King Willem Alexander. Like, which is my favorite thing. And it, they were taken on the gardens of Hoist and Boish, which is the residence, the palace that they live in. Um, and they were taken in front of the pond that he proposed to her on 20 years ago. Because they're that cute. They're that cute. And we'll talk about that in a minute, like how cute these two are. They're adorable. Um, and then, so there are three. They're all going to be posted on my website, thedailyroyal.com. And on Instagram, you can definitely check them out both places. Um, they're just really good photos, like A+. Plus. Um, so that was yesterday. And then we get to today. Today was actually relatively calm. I wasn't sure what to expect um, because, of course, a lot of things aren't being announced either because um, of pandemic. So I wasn't entirely sure what to expect from the day. Um, and it was relatively quiet and apparently, um, this is like inside reporter says Queen Maximus was just working today, which like, again, I say, the more I learn, the more I go, of course she is. Um, so the big thing today then was the interview. Um, so this evening, NOS again prepared or shared an interview that Queen Maxima gave I think Thursday, like earlier last week, um, where she talked about literally everything. I think this was the kind of thing where like no questions were off limits because if they were, the certain things would not have been talked about. Um, so she talked about her and Willem Alexander's like first start um, in their relationship and, like, how it's developed and, like, it sh so they met at, like, a mutual friend's party in Seville, Spain during the World Fair or something, I think. And Maxima was taking pictures and Willem Alexander had a problem with it because he was the crown prince of the Netherlands and, like, she didn't know is what the story is. I assume that she probably didn't because I didn't know that these people existed until... Will and Kate got married. Um, but, you know, to where they are now, where he ca she called him her anchor. Like, come on, you guys. They're so cute. Um, so she talked about that. She talked about... Uh, 
the Greece trip in October, which is what I was referring to at the beginning when I said, can anyone believe that I'm talking about this woman and enjoying it? Um, because I full on railed against them. I was furious. Um, and I moved on. It took me months to not be mad about it. Um, but like, she talked about that. She talked about, um, the loss of her sister so, um, I'm going to put in like a little bit of a trigger warning here. I'm about to talk about, um, some things that may upset people. Um, so her little sister, um, took her own life a few years ago. I don't remember exactly when, um, and Maxima talked about it. She talked about mental health and the taboo around mental health and how after, um, she took on more mental health events. Um, never, I mean, she has directly talked about it. It was public knowledge that um, her sister took her own life. And so she talked about it. She addressed it when she came back to work um, after that loss. And then quietly went to work on mental health issues, um, learning and preventing people from having the same pain that she did. Um, and that was like really emotional. Um, there were moments in that where she just was real and honest. Um, and it was a really good interview. I'm still, so a lot of what I've talked about is like all tidbits that are going to be kind of talked about everywhere because I don't speak Dutch. Um, so the articles I'm reading, I'm just translating. And so those are like, what are the being talked about. Um, but like, it was just, I think it was like an hour, hour and a half of genuine conversation and like answering everything. Um, controversy, really sad things. Um, reliving literally probably one of the most painful moments of her life. Um, in a way that felt honest. Um, you know, she also talked about how she still doesn't know every in and out of the Dutch language, which I alluded to this in my daily episode that I just recorded, but like I'm learning Spanish pretty intensely, but I also want to learn at least a base level knowledge of Dutch and some Scandinavian language. I chose Swedish. Um, and Dutch is really hard. And I've been practicing. I, I've been officially learning it for like three days. So it's not, of course, it's hard for me. But Dutch is really complicated. Um, and coming from Maxima's Argentine, Argentinian, so she speaks Spanish fluently and then learned English. Um, and coming from a Spanish language to Dutch doesn't like it's it's hard um it, it's very similar to like mary in denmark i would say she is very good in danish but like i doubt she knows every single word um and so there was a question where the interviewer like said a word and maximum was like no i don't know that word um and I just thought that was, like, really 
powerful to admit, like, I don't know this. Um, so that was the big thing, of course, for today. Um, so I wanted to quickly, because I'm a little over what I wanted this time to be, um, just quickly talk about kind of how I would say more more intensely Maxima has won my affection again. I mean, both of them have, but like genuinely my opinions on Maxima have done a 180 um, since October. And they're almost back to what they were when I started. I really liked her when they started, um, when I started this podcast and up until then, and really through a lot of it. Um, you know, they were one of the first ones, royal families, to show their, like, applause at um, the time that the Netherlands selected for the, the healthcare workers. You know, I thought they handled the beginning parts of the pandemic really well. Um, and then made a horrible miscalculation in October. Um, and for me, it's really just they kept working. Um, and it, sometimes it felt a little PR necessary, but like, if I look back pre-October to post-October, the events are relatively the same. Um, they were just really consistent. They didn't have as many breaks in their calendar that I was getting used to. Um, and part of those breaks were summer. Not every royal family works really hard in the summer. In fact, most don't. Um, last year was just really strange. And so you had royal families working through, um, and then took like, instead of a month off, took two weeks off. Um, whereas previously they would take a month. Um, and the Dutch royal family didn't do that. They kept with their regular holiday schedule. Um, so I think them just showing up and doing the work and yes, there were, you know, there wasn't a public apology and there were, there was a definite detriment to their popularity, but like they just kept doing it. They just kept working. They just, that's the thing, right? Monarchies are intended to last forever. Hereditary monarchies are intended to last forever. And so small things like this in hundred years, if the Netherlands is luck is still a monarchy, will be a blip on the radar. You know, it hopefully does not define Willem Alexander's tenure as king. Um, you know, it's the little it it's a scandal. Scandals go away if you just keep working. Um so I think that's like what it came down to for me is like they just kept working they didn't dwell on it they didn't have all these PR moves um you know and that's really what every royal family that I talk about tends to do um you know Belgium received a new princess last year made a couple of statements and now it's just okay like it's normal it's fine um Spain is falling apart on occasion and they just keep working. <laughs> like they release a statement, they release another, 
and they just keep doing the work. And I think that's what it comes down to. Like, just keep showing up and doing the work. Hopefully this will no longer be a blip on the radar for much longer. Like, in a couple of years, it'll be over. When King William Alexander hits 10, which I guess is only two years away, but, like, when he hits 10 years on the throne, hopefully this is just, like, in 10 years everything has been great about this. So, I think, like, that's the important thing, um, is to just show up and be consistent. Um, so that's really how, like, they both won my affection back. But then, like, Maxima's really easy to like. She's down to earth. She's fun. She's energetic. She is intensely private, but also somehow willing to, like, share a lot of herself. Like, she is a private person, but we know her personality. We don't know everything about her life, but we certainly know her personality because she she lets it show. And I think that's really fun. You know, I wrote down some of, like, my favorite things and, like, I just wrote the word music because this woman, anytime there is music, just dances and sings and has a good time. And I love it. So this was my, like, birthday rundown for Queen Maxima. Like I said, I don't think I'll be doing any more birthday ones this year because I don't think there are any <laughs> major events, um, like major birthdays for the rest of the year. If they pop up, we'll talk about them. Um, but I think there are some 50th birthdays next year. Um, maybe, maybe not. I genuinely don't know. Um, no, I think there are. So Lots to talk about, um, but until then, I will keep doing my daily episodes Monday through Friday, um, so check those out. If this is your first thing you're listening to, I do daily episodes talking about um, each of the daily events, and I go into detail on, like, projects and um, importance and why um, the past year has been a little weird because pandemic, but we're kind of coming into what I want it to be finally. Um, now that we're not, I mean, we are living in a pandemic, but like now that the pandemic is quiet for now, um, so things are going really well. Um, and then, like I said, I have photos of, um, each of these events that I talked about. They're going to be up on the website, thedailyroyal.com. Um, so please check that out and you can learn all about the rest of my content. So with that, I'm going to end this episode. Please check out today's episode of The Daily Royal, and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye.